0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. Welcome to Season 2! Yeah! This episode and all of Season 2 is powered by Navigators Church Ministries, which focuses on helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information, check out navigatorschurchministries.org. Justin, I got you to come back for season two. Congratulations. Yep.
1: Here we are again. <laughs> it's I good to be it. back. Good to be here. Now nah, get I, it rolling.
0: I'm excited. You know, I am um, one of the joys that I've had this summer since we haven't been recording is I've been able to kind of go back and listen to some of our season one episodes. Really? Well, I only do it for the sake of like when I'm helping, when I'm walking alongside someone for disciple making. Okay. I try to use it as a resource. And before I I recommend an episode, I need to make sure I listen to what's in there, right? Make sure it's okay. Yeah, well, well, I can get off. Listen, I know it's okay. (laughs) It's high quality work.
1: Yes, yes. Um,
0: And so it's been a real joy to hear from many of you uh, how these podcasts and um, have really helped your disciple-making. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're here, and we want you to make sure that you don't miss any of the episodes in this upcoming season. So take a minute and go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to. And if you have a second, leave a rating review on iTunes. It really does help people find us out there on the interwebs. And so... Uh, yeah, season 1, we we covered a lot of ground in disciple making, didn't we? We did. We definitely got into the weeds on some stuff. You know, I really appreciated our individual episodes mm-hmm. where, you know, we talked about the difference between introverted and extroverted. Did you have a favorite episode from season 1? Or do you just love them all?
1: They were all equally amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really wish that all of you out there in podcast world could see Justin's face guy. <laughs> Cause I wouldn't say that you like podcasts because, um, it's like something you want to do every day, right?
1: No, it's a stretching experience, you know, Yeah, but it's good. And I think part of why we agreed on a season two is because of the feedback we've been getting on how, how helpful it's been to many. And I'm all about that. So if we can help people be more effective in disciple making, and, you know, people get on board with making disciples. You know, I know we hit that a few times of how do you get started in season one? That was something we covered from different angles, you know, in two or three different episodes last season. So here we are again.
0: Here we are again. In season two, we're going to do some things a little differently. Um, we're going to cover some ground. What uh, what do we have to look forward to in season two?
1: So one thing I want to do differently, there's an awkward moment that happens in every episode. And I don't know if it's awkward for anybody else other than me. But the awkward moments after the intro, and then you say, How are you doing? And how are we doing today? And I'm always like, Good. Okay. Uh and I don't know what to say there. Oh, like, okay. True right. true honesty, true confessions yeah. here, right? Right. So I don't I don't have a plan for how to do that better yet. But I'm hoping that I figure out, you know, I was singing the Simpsons, you know, they always had that intro that was kind of the same, but a little bit different and creative every time. So that's something I'm working on for season two.
0: Do you think we could do like, uh, either, how many episodes are in a season?
1: 30. We're going to do 30 episodes. This do you season. think we could
0: do 30 random questions about our lives? Like, Ooh. and so we'll do a, a, like where, where I say, Hey, this episode's powered by Navigators Church Ministries, where we're, you know, dedicated to helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. Random question number one. Favorite Reds player of all time? Barry Larkin. Eric Davis.
1: Okay. Nice. But, uh,
0: but I love Larkin a lot. Yeah. And 11 is actually my lucky number. So, <laughs> okay. And, and the number that my son wears for his summer ball team. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, him, so we should do that. We, we call should do him something sticks. like that.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, so good. So that way, you know, I'll get over my awkwardness through that question.
0: Uh, I don't know if you'll ever get over your awkwardness. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you for that. That's probably true.
0: I say it with love. (laughs) But but your awkwardness is what makes this podcast good.
1: There you go. Well, we'll we'll tell ourselves that anyway. Um, So that's one thing, right? But for um, our content this year, we have planned out all 30 episodes um, already. And so we've got them all planned out. We've got them scheduled. And so that's different. You guys don't know that that are listening, but we kind of were figuring it out one or two episodes at a time last season Um, This year, we're much more planned out. Uh, The other thing we're going to do is three times throughout the the season, we're going to invite somebody on and do kind of an interview uh, episode with a disciple maker.
0: I'm really excited about that.
1: Me too. So we have some names picked out. Um, We're excited about those names. We haven't asked those people yet. Um, so we're not going to tell you who they are yet, but I think you'll be excited too once the you the
0: profile who they are. of the person though is like someone who's been in the disciple making game for a long time,
1: decades, way yeah. longer than way longer either, than either one of, us. of us, and
0: has a ton of experience. That's right. Right, and yep. they're gonna. I what I am most excited about, if we're able to confirm the guests that we are shooting for, which we we feel like we have some high probability. Yep, we have some relationship with them. Um, is that they speak with amount of wisdom. That is just uh, only can come with time and experience.
1: That's right. Yep. So that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So season two, we're we're getting her going.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, funny story. If um, if you recall, we we planned out most of season two while we're doing the most difficult thing that I did all summer. You remember? Yeah, you were there I do too. Remember? And yeah, it,
1: we did it sort of together, but not together.
0: Right. Well, why don't you tell everybody what it was?
1: So we went on a. Uh, a retreat, an individual retreat. I, I called mine a silent retreat. I don't know if you called yours I, the I same I did call thing. mine a silent okay.
0: retreat, although it was silent very differently than differently.
1: yours. Differently. So we designed our own silent retreats, and we went um, from Sunday to Wednesday to a place uh, about an hour and a half from where we live. And it's a retreat center. And kind of what I did, the way I designed mine, was I was on a silent retreat. So I didn't talk to people. Um... And I also did not listen to any podcasts, uh, no videos, so there was no talking. Now, I did read, um, read books, so there was some outside input um, from other people and also read the Bible a lot and listened to music some. Um, but that was kind of the parameters of my individual silent retreat. What, what did yours look like?
0: Yeah, mine was a, a little bit more loose. I, I used media at times, music, podcasts. Uh, I even watched a couple movies, full disclosure. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, okay. very different, right? Yeah. But um, for me, I, what I kind of did was I broke my my routine up into several different kind of uh, blocks, right? So I did a block of, of deep spiritual work, typically, and then I would do a block of physical movement. Okay. Um, I went kayaking at one point in time for mm-hmm. a couple hours, a lot of, lot of walking, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would do something that was not um work or spiritual related at all right it was just okay. it was mind numbing right and my I've, I've got that personality where i've got to like mix it up a little bit yeah and so that was super helpful for me now the the hardest part was is not not talking
1: <laughs> that would be hard for you yeah it is hard for me <laughs> right <laughs> it is
0: hard for me because i am a verbal processor and mm-hmm. uh i, I only talked to my wife one time the whole the whole time which wow. That's a big deal for us, right? Yeah. It was a big deal for us, and it and it really got me thinking about doing hard things, okay, and and how important you know how important that is in our spiritual walk.
1: So, tell us how how was that experience for you, right? So, you kind of gave us the parameters. Um, what was it like for you? What was the experience like?
0: It It reminded me a lot of a roller coaster because there were some times where I was like, man, this is really good, and this is really thrilling. And then other times, the, the voices in my head, um, and, and I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but the voices in my head were also very, um, uh, almost destructive, hmm. right? And so the highs were high, and the lows were low, and there was this kind of emotional gamut in the difficulty of what I was doing, and, and it really just reminded me that in the midst of my difficulty, I really needed to be dependent upon Jesus. Hmm. Like Jesus was the only thing that was going to get me through this self-inflicted, because you know, the, I don't know about you, but it's really easy for me to talk myself out of a tough decision.
1: Right. Um, <clears throat>
0: and so that <throat> that was kind of my experience. The highs were really high. Like I, okay. like, like, in the morning, I am op- I got the word open, and I'm drinking coffee, and I'm, you know, quiet, and the, the sun is beaming in, and I'm feeling like I'm killing this retreat right now. Like, this right. is exactly what Jesus wants for me. Mm-hmm. I'm writing notes in my Bible. Like, I'm feeling super spiritual. And then about 2 o'clock, I'm like, this is the worst. <laughs> uh-huh. What are we doing? Right? I mean, so that was, and, you know, and, and figuring out how to depend on Jesus in both scenarios was important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what about for you? What was tough about it for you?
1: Yeah. So I didn't mind the not talking so much, but it was, um, it was the first day and a half was really great overall. Although when I first got there, um, I was, you know, I read a little bit, I spent time with God, I prayed. Um, and then I, I looked at the clock. I thought it had been a long time, it had been like an hour. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. I got a long time here because there's still, you know, almost three days left at that point. And um, the first day and a half, I really felt um, I felt things begin to settle in my heart and I felt close to God and that he was um, that he was communicating with me. Mm. Right. Um, The last half a day to full day was really difficult because I felt like he had communicated the things he had to say to me and I was still in his presence and felt that but um I was kind of ready to go and and I I just kind of had to gut it out in a lot of ways yeah um but I felt that it was helpful for me because there was a settling um again of my heart and my spirit and things began to slow down because we live in such a fast-paced world and culture that's loud and expressive and um, a lot of times, we even if we take time to read or think, a lot, we just don't have time to to know what we think a lot. Yeah. Right? And so just being in that discomfort um, was really helpful for me. And it caused me to think about, all right, well, I'm not just— it was the first time I'd done something like that, but it's not the first time that others had. And, and I began to look in the scriptures of, all right, Jesus, did you do things like this? And so I, I found that he did. I don't know if you've thought about that or found any of those things.
0: Yeah, I, I think one of the things that I see routinely in Scripture is that Jesus um, does hard things. Mm-hmm. I mean, the very nature of his ministry is, you know, right. his, his three-year time in ministry is persecution. You, you know, and and he's uncomfortable and. Uh, you know, there's the verse where, you know, the son of man doesn't even have a place to lay his head. Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, I can't talk for 24 hours. You know, it, I mean, it puts things in perspective. Yeah. Um, I, wh- What have you found about how many times Jesus has retreated or, you know, some of that stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things that that I read once um, was that he slipped away to pray uh, 45 times in the Gospels. Wow. And so he was consistently moving away from the busyness of his life to get that time with his father. and um, in our world we just don't do that as much but you know he not only was he withdrawing into lonely places, that's uh, Luke 5:16 tells us that that he often withdrew to lonely places in order to pray um, but that he he was also kind of pushing his disciples out into some uncomfortable spaces. And I think not only are we trying to introduce, season two in this episode but we also you know are using this experience that Tony and I both had to make a point that you know disciples get uncomfortable mm-hmm. right and if we don't get uncomfortable then then that's gonna um, it's gonna have an impact in our life if we just stay in comfort.
0: yeah what's that old uh, cliche sailing, saying right is that uh, safe harbors make for unskilled sailors.
1: Hmm. something Mm -hmm. like that
0: and you know and and it it just reminds me that you know if we want to get um if we want to get good at something we really have to to work hard at getting uncomfortable right and and, you know we could say it like this like consistent discomfort leads to deeper roots Hmm. consistent discomfort leads to deeper roots and I'm actually reminded of um what Jesus says is he's predicting his death in the gospel of John the, the 12th chapter, the 24th verse, it says, very truly. I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains a single seed. But if it dies, it may produce many seeds. Mm. And when I think about that, I think about all the things inside of me as a disciple maker that needs to die. You know yeah. that needs to die in order for me to produce more fruits, for me to get out of the way, for me to, to try to reflect who Jesus is in the world in a in a stronger, more, um, you know, fruitful way, in a way that honors Jesus clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and I I just think, man, there's there's a model in Scripture of Jesus doing hard things and constantly, you know, dying to self.
1: Right. Yeah. He not only did that, but he also—he was pushing his disciples into those Mm -hmm. uncomfortable spaces, right? Of Whether it was sending them out two by two or, you know, after feeding of the 5,000, and he sent them out into the boat and then proceeded to watch them, you know, for hours struggle against that storm without going to help them. And he just was watching them. Um, And so that discomfort or getting ourselves and those that we're trying to disciple outside of their comfort zone— it does, Lee. I like how you said that, that consistent discomfort leads to deeper roots, because it, it anchors us in a sort of way where we have to depend upon God and the Spirit in a way that maybe we're not when we're comfortable. And I know that in in our world here in Dayton, Ohio, and probably for many of you listening, um, life in America can be really comfortable. Sure. And sometimes we have to seek out those spaces, or intentionally put ourselves in those spaces of discomfort, in order to revitalize our roots and, and to deepen them.
0: Yeah, I I think that there's probably um, a, a good lesson here to think about the things in our lives that make us uncomfortable. And so for me, uh, you know, silence is obviously one of them. You know, and it's a little easier for you, but it's still you know that length of time was certainly uncomfortable, right? Um, I, you know, there's a, a scripture memory is an area that's a little dis, you know, uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the other ones from you? I, I know you, d- you have a practice that I love that you do twice a year. Uh, oh, fasting. Yeah, that's a big one.
1: Yep. So I fast a couple times a year, uh, five day water fast. Um, which will be one of our episodes coming up this mm-hmm. season is kind of diving into that a little more, but uh, that's one of them. Uh, witnessing is always hard for me. Um, Just a relational aspect of that and, um, you know, knowing—it's not even knowing the right thing to say. It's just being willing to say, yeah, you know, and looked at in whatever ways. I know I'm not alone in that uh, space of discomfort. Um, And as an introvert, sometimes just putting myself out there in relationships, um, you know, walking in, small talk, you know, whatever it is, initiating those things. You know they're consistently uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I, I meet with um, a pastor on Friday, and we confess sins to each other. Uh, old Wesleyan practice called a band meeting. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it's like the gym. Like I never want to go, but once I go, I always feel better. <laughs> like right. I never regret it when it's over. Yeah, and that's probably a good reminder for discomfort. Right? Like it, you never regret it when it's over. But I think the other the other part to that is what we. What we see is we just get so much stronger and deeper and Mm -hmm. more in tune with who we are and and not the strong parts of who we are. But I'm more in tune now with the weak parts of who I am.
1: Right. Yeah. I'd echo that for sure, because I think, you know, it shouldn't be hard to to sit somewhere in silence. Yeah. But I mean, we both experienced that it, it was. You know, and you know, we experience it in different ways at different times in that stretch of time that we were there. But, um, you know, dealing with the stuff that comes up out of us, you know, our need or our attachment to be entertained or to have new thoughts coming in or whatever it is of, so you know, can we just sit and dwell with God? Mm. You know, I think is really important.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a great reminder that um, that. Jesus wants the kind of relationship with us and with the people that we're discipling that is so intimate and so comfortable that even in our most uncomfortable and awkward moments, we can be there mm-hmm. together. We can invite him in.
1: Yeah, amen yeah. to that. All right, Tony, so what's, what's our takeaway?
0: Uh, the takeaway, consistent discomfort leads to d- deeper roots. Mm-hmm. And the action step.
1: Action step would be to intentionally put yourself in an uncomfortable space so that you can grow closer to God. All right, so that could look a million different ways for you, the individual listener of this podcast, but, you know, maybe take some time to pray about, God, is there something that you would have me do in the next week or two that would stretch me a little bit, that would put me in an uncomfortable space uh, just to cling to you in a different way, and to see how that impacts you in your relationship with God.
0: Friends, we are so thankful that you're here on this journey with us. We hope this season you get incredibly uncomfortable and in the process you grow deeper and deeper with Christ and the disciples that you're making in Christ's image. So if you haven't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating or review on iTunes and we'd love to hear from you. So tag us on social media, uh, follow the show, and uh, we got show notes everywhere you need it. Look forward to connecting with you guys real soon.